Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN. Baby, it's hump day. We're going to get you all through it. Uh, last night I was watching as number 25 Texas A&M knocked off Tennessee 68-63. Remember, that was a Texas A&M team that Memphis beat this year. And now a good solid uh, with that win. Texas A&M moving, five, uh, moving up five spots at the net. That's a solid quad one win now for Memphis that you probably won't have to worry about uh, because, what, because of what Buzz and the guys have done. Texas A&M's rolling. Uh, again, we mentioned at number 25 in the country now. They get a win over Tennessee last night. That helps Memphis and its resume. Certainly that. We'll be talking about that resume today. This story out of Alabama, John, that I listened to you weigh in on yesterday, wow. And you, you, it makes you wonder if this was going on anywhere else in the country at another college basketball program, would it be business as usual for that program? Like it seems to be you know, going for, like it seems to be right now for Alabama, obviously a top team in the country, uh, looking to lock down a number one seed maybe in the NCAA tournament. Uh, this story that now clearly, I mean, includes a player who really matters, and in, in Brandon Miller, although not charged, uh, brought a gun to the scene uh, where a 23-year-old woman was shot and killed. Crazy story, and yeah, like I said, it makes you wonder you know, what this would look like somewhere else, maybe with a team that's not vying for a number one seed. You're talking about a guy who's going to be in next year's draft. I realize that yeah. Nate Oates addressed uh, Miller's stock and what might happen, but boy, boy, did he fumble this yesterday in terms of addressing the situation and his knowledge of, uh, of Miller's involvement. There's that. John and I also pre-gaming for a big, big Appearance tomorrow at Tops, where we expect the atmosphere to be intense. Yeah, very intense. Everything on the menu is, not everything, but most things. Got to go to bed early tonight. Yeah, 92.9. Well, we have a full day of work tomorrow before that day of work, so um, nothing's going to change for me in terms of my preparation for it. Um, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I am who I am. I got out of the service industry for a reason. But I will give uh, Tops my best effort, and that is all I can promise. I make no other guarantees. You better not burn them fries. I don't think I'm gonna be on the fries, big dog. I don't think I'm. Uh, I think you have to have like you know some training for that, which I've I've forgotten all of it. I've forgotten everything. I know. And I was never on that. You know that they only let me do the. You were cash. on them burritos. I never did anything with food. They and only taco. They only let me work the cash register. Sometimes I worked the drive-through occasionally, but. Only, only, uh, never around food. Never did anything besides d- drive-through, cashier, dishwasher. That's what I did. Fine. We'll put you on drive-through. We'll put some headphones on you to feel like you're just. You feel like you're right at home, just like right now. Again, you'll I be don't great. Even, I don't even know if you need to do all that. I'll uh, kiss babies and and uh, John take Martin, some welcome to Tops. That's right. I don't, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think you say you know your name when you uh, when you. But, go. I, but we need you to say your name. But here was my problem because it's going to be a different experience tomorrow. Here was my problem with with, with a working in fast food when I did it. I wasn't fast, you know, and that's the 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 essence of the thing. You have to be fast, and I wasn't. I was like going to my own pace. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just like. Taking it and, and and tomorrow of all days, forty one ninety nine Hacks Cross Road. By the way, is not the day to be slow, because that thing is going to be. <laughs> yeah, that thing is going to be uh, you, you yourself. I know you are you you were looking for a way back in, uh, to the to the to the industry, and this certainly seems to have presented itself as that. I t- I told you I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah, because the last time I was in the service industry, I had a nervous breakdown in the kitchen of the Memphis Country Club. Too many orders. White man said, I don't know how to pour beer. I said, you know what? This is too much. I started shaking. Seriously. It, and it, was, it wasn't just the, 
just the, the man unsatisfied. So I had five, six. I was in the weeds. Mm-hmm. As I don't know if you ever got into that. You were never a waiter. You were only behind a counter on a cash register. You just, you, so you, you got were, behind. You were very low in the service oh, industry. The lowest, pole. The I was lowest, I was in the red room as a waiter, very yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like twenty dollars bills. And they gave me more than the young man could handle. And you know what I said? I'm done. Take these tickets, and I'm out of here. So I'm hoping that doesn't. I don't have a sort of a, you know, recall of that tomorrow when we're humping over at Tops, forty-one ninety-nine Hacks Cross Road. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we don't. We grand don't, opening. Don't leave four me, to six. Don't leave me on my lonesome. I, I will. Li- I've been known. I didn't lie on the commercial. My service record poor. I walked off. Yeah, no. I mean, so just be. Just keep an eye on me tomorrow if that place is packed. I'm not I might sure. be kidding. I might not. I'm not if sure I have what a re- top. I mean, because it's going us, to be slammed. Both of us have horrible track records. Nine, 92.9 cents yes. for standard menu items yes. equals slammed. That's right. You add it to tops, great burgers, great barbecue. Yes. Whew. Whew. And we got the, so we, we got the game plan earlier today. So one of us is going to be working the drive-thru, and then one of us mm. is going to be working the front. So I am not partial to either of them. You know, I've done both equally terribly. So it doesn't matter to me which one I'm doing. Do you have Do you have a preference? I'll be in the front. You want to do the front? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm I gonna, want you on the drive through. Well, I told I told him I'm not, I'm not wearing a hairnet, bro. I mean, I'm that's that's the you need it for as much hair as you line. got. We yeah. don't want that uh, dandruff in our in our food, I, I especially use, if you're at the drive-through. I use Head and Shoulders, bro. I mean, it's a it's a staple in the white man household, so <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna be cleanly. I'm gonna be ready to He's go. He's not gonna have a net on, y'all. Yeah. Don't you have to if you're handing over food? I'm not handling food. I'm handling a, I'm handing a bag. Okay, it's a bag of food. Yeah, that I, bag I, could I, be. I think a hat sort of. Don't get mad. At, don't get mad at me. All right, that's gonna you, be. You signed up. That that's gonna be an increased talent fee with a net. John's about to get fired before it even starts. He did this, dude, and his, he was talking about his anxiety with Jeff. Now, if it ain't China, it's this appearance at Tops. Well, the, he, the, the hair he's net. all he's all worried. The hairnet. It's I gonna refuse. be fine. It's gonna be slammed and for if, if I wear for hair, good reason. I wear a hairnet if you wear a hairnet. I don't need one. I just got chopped yesterday. I have nothing. I got the Doc Rivers Penny Hardaway low cut. Well, I don't think Penny appreciates you lumping him into that. No, it's a, that's what he's got. Well, I mean, it's it, the lowest you can get before you go murder one. That's what I've done now. Didn't he? So have, I don't need a hairnet. Didn't he have food. a little bit of an issue with the bobblehead hairline back in the day, Penny? I think he didn't like the hairline that they painted on. Right. I, I don't. I, I can't recall how that looks uh, at the time. I've forgotten about that one. Anyway, we'll be out there. Hopefully, you all be out there as well. Forty-one ninety-nine hacks cross tomorrow, four to six. We're gonna help cut the ribbon because this is the grand open. It Doesn't is soft. This is the grand open. This is the grand open yeah. of uh, of the finest new tops in the land. And I will say this: if y'all like, I seventeenth location. I'm, I'm gonna say this outright. I am not an employee of Top, so if y'all try to get wrong with me in the drive-through like I, I don't know what's gonna happen i need at least one person come through there and talk crazy to you like i will i will you know what i'm saying i will throw it at you you know what i mean no like that, I'm, I'm gonna go rogue that, that's not the top's experience well it's and the you me could experience. you could ruin our relationship if yeah. you if you're throwing their food at I them mean, i'm just saying bro i'm i'm contracted here we have, we have a great relationship with tops yeah and we're gonna keep it great talk, you're not throwing food tomorrow talk crazy to me See what happens. That's why. But I need to be greeting people. I need to be there as a greeter, like an old person at Walmart. <laughs> right. Because that's low stress, and that's what I need. That's why I'll be out front, y'all. Come like, see us. Like I, Honestly, I feel like I'd be more in the way, but whatever. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm <laughs> I'll do it, man. I will absolutely do it. So look forward to seeing everybody out there uh, tomorrow uh, at Tom's Barbecue. What's the address? 4199 Hacks Cross? Yes, sir. That thing is going to be slammed. Already has been, apparently, for the, the soft. They're doing very well and expected yeah. to continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so on to other matters here locally. Uh, let's get you updated on what's going on with the Memphis Tigers. We're now on bracket watch. Uh, one shining moment. Did you did you catch yourself playing that this weekend And as they were making their valiant comeback against Houston? Yeah, a little bit. I you was did? thinking about it all last night while I was watching Texas A&M take care of oh, Tennessee really? down the stretch. Yeah. 
and that um, point guard knocking down all those free throws. So what, what bearing, if any, did that game have on Memphis's resume? Well, like we said, Texas A&M jumps five spots at the net, and at one point that was obviously a quad two, but your victory now over them, a home victory, a quad one, because they've moved up way past 30. They're up to number 23 now. That's the benefit, too, John. We've talked about this all through the season, of being in a conference like the SEC compared to what Memphis has got. You get these opportunities. You get the win over, over Tennessee. This was a home win last night. You're moving up five spots. You know there, there is no team except for Houston in your conference where that can happen. In fact, what usually happens when you get these AAC wins over the UCFs and the rest of the world, you stay right where you are. And, and as we know, you lose it is when you drop. And so, like we said, it's the benefit of being where you are, and Texas A&M gets an opportunity there to knock off a ranked Tennessee team, number 11 in the country, that one that's, albeit struggling, like we've said. I know they knocked off Alabama, but it's been a struggle for Tennessee in these other games here of late. Uh, They move up, but in doing so, like we said, pretty much solidifies, I think now with Texas A&M at 23 at the net, they'd have to stay top 30 for the home uh, because that was a home victory for the Tigers. You stay top 30 in the net. You, stay, you feel pretty good about that staying there, John. You know how you'd been trying to hold on to the Cincinnati win, uh, road win as a quad one? Well, they've dropped off to 81. You've been fighting. This is one, I think, and hopefully Auburn is as well, where you'll be able to hold on to it and not have to worry about you know, Texas A&M falling off. That yeah. turning into a quad two yeah. helps the resume. You know, your, your top half you're concerned about. Yeah. How many quad ones opportunities do you have? How many will stay a quad one victory? And then that bottom half that say for that loss to Tulane is relatively clean of of bad losses. You've only got one quad three loss in terms of quad three, quad four opportunities. That's solid. It's what's yeah. in the middle. Having all those quad fours that don't really help you. You know, that's that's I suppose why Memphis is in the spot that it is. Because because again, John. That win over Texas A&M now gets more impressive by the game that Texas A&M plays, more impressive by the win, and and your 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 quality win over Auburn appears like it's going to stay that. Although you keep an eye on them, I think they got Ole Miss tonight. Auburn, they've lost like six of eight, four or five somewhere in there. So you you'd like you hope Bruce and the boys can get it back together at least again to level out where they're dropping out of a a top fifty. That was yeah. a neutral court. That's one of those games where you're happy that you played it when you did because if you play it today. It might be a different result. The Texas A&M game. Yeah. Yes. I maybe. Mean, maybe. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing much better basketball today oh, than they did then. Yeah, they, they were. They've then. talked about it. They've, they've come together as a team. I know that sounds cliche, but you can watch that team now and the way it played down the stretch against Tennessee. They are. They are a different team. Now, I'd say that Wade Taylor kid, he scored 25 on Memphis in the loss, and he was great last night. But in terms of how they are, it's a different team than when Memphis faced them. Yeah. So absolutely, you you benefited from when you played them. Yeah, so, you know, I think the interesting thing, and we, we obviously won't have an answer on this until the end of the season, but is it Memphis has, at 40 at the net, by the way. They moved up a spot thanks to Texas A&M winning. Yeah, you I mean, actually bump up a spot. That's big, man. That's big for Memphis to be exactly Not where to interrupt are. you, but just for, for, to, for placement's sake. So yeah, folks know I mean, the latest, the latest bracketology we have from Lunardi, of course, is they, they are the first of the last four buys. So they continue to sort of move up in, in, uh, in, in, in Lunardi's bracketology. Not the only one, not the only person out there doing a bracket, but certainly the most prominent. And as a nine seed, that's the other part about yep. being in that group. He doesn't have them as an 11, yep. which I think when they were at the bottom of that group, weren't they that? Yeah. He's got them as a nine at the top of that first four buys. Yeah, and if you go to bracket, uh, bracket matrix, I believe hundred out of 114 total brackets, Memphis is actually in more today than they were yesterday. They were, I believe, in 109 yesterday. They're in 112 out of 114 possible brackets over at bracket matrix with that uh, average seed holding steady at 10.7. 10.7. So the question really becomes, does Memphis – uh, have to beat Houston if they win the other three on the regular season slate, and it's starting to feel like they they don't. I mean, it'd be nice, it'd be a feather, it would be you know uh, a cementing, but it feels like given where they are and given sort of how much better that Texas A&M win has gotten, that you know if you beat Cincinnati, that's another quad two, I believe, right? They're eighty-one. That one's going to be here. Yeah. So no, you got to be what top thirty for quad two for home. Oh, for, that's gonna be a quad. What did you ask me? Quad it's gonna two. Be quad two. I, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a quad one, but it's still a, a decent win if you can get it. So Wichita State is gonna be a quad two. Unfortunately, you wish that was a quad one chance, but it's gonna be quad two. So you have a chance here to pick up two quad two wins if you lose to Houston in a very close game at home. 
I, I kind of do feel like they're probably going to be in as a plan. I think that's where that would be. Um, but you'd be in. If you beat Houston, obviously, you know you're in. Um, yeah, quad two's 31 to 75 at home. Oh, it's Since not even he's a quad, 81, aren't oh, they? So that's going to be a quad three. All right. So only one more quad two chance than Wichita State, I assume, is, is going to be a uh, I would hope so. I would hope. I mean, you, you, Cincinnati could move up to 75 again. Yeah, they but can. But you beating them is going to sort of drop it, them down. They've too. slid a bit and it's hurt you. Yeah. No, it, that is unfortunate. And again, that's where the league conversation comes in. Because it's not mm-hmm. not only is it about the fact that you only get two cracks at a quad one in your league, you know. I mean, that, that, that's it. I mean, you get two. You get Houston. Now they're gone, and you can't point to any other team, even at their place, and get a quad one right now. I mean, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing for the league that there is only one game Memphis can play um, at at you know two. One, one here in Memphis and one at Houston. That's it. That's the only chance all season long to get a quad one. And 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 it hold, realistically. I mean, Cincinnati flirted with it for a second, but right. we knew that wasn't probably going to last. So I, I mean, yeah, that's a problem. But I, I think you you I think the question the answer to your question about whether or not Memphis can lose to Houston, win all three. I think that one is settled and still make the tournament. Probably so. Yeah. Is yes. Probably the, so. The question is, John, where we are now, and I think Jeff may have asked you this. I had to cut out for a second. The question is, can Memphis still be in with no Houston win and one loss in the final three? Or are you still on the same tightrope? Well, no, of, if, if you lose and beat Houston, I think it's all it's a wash. No, 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 no. Losing to Houston. Yep. You lose that one at home. Yep. But and you've also lost one of your final other three games. Oh no, you're out. Are you still in at that point? No, you're out. Based then. on where Lenardi has you right now as a nine. No, I think you're out. So it's still the tightrope walk, still must yeah, because, go three and one. Yeah, because, I mean, a, a loss tomorrow night's going to drop you down. Does it depend on which loss it is in those uh, three? Would it depend? Yeah, the point, you'd be on pins and needles. You'd yeah. be cl- it'd be close yeah. in a place that you don't want to be. I mean, obviously. if you lost at Wichita State. But let's not, act Wichita like you, State. let's not act like Kendrick Davis just, you know, you expect him to be 100% if you even plays Thursday and it's going to be top level and you can just count all of those as wins all of a sudden. Mm. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, I mean, Wichita State is is playing better, but they were, you know, I mean, I, I and they are a tougher out at home. I mean, that is it's going to be a it's going to be an absolute battle. I mean, because I'm looking at like Houston beat them by nine at Wichita State, Tulane beat them by five, UCF beat them by five, but these games are always close. What's Ken Palm got it at? Five point game. Memphis yeah. won seventy five seventy. It's going to be that type of game. It's going to be a last possession, last minute type of thing. Um, but if Memphis wins, I, I mean that's that's clearly to me their hardest of the season, you know, other than Houston. Of these three, this one is the one where you feel like it's most likely they could drop it. of Of the three, I think they're beating Cincinnati at home. Give Give me Kendrick Davis. Even though Cincinnati is clearly a better team. Yeah, but it's at home and you beat them there yeah. already. I and, mean. and and yeah, but you know, Nolly obviously comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's my other guard been there forever? DeJulius. Yeah, yeah. He has a hot shooting game. They can beat you. They can. I, I'm with you. I expect they have, Memphis to they win have and be the, favored. Uh, that but. big man. I don't remember his name. I can't remember. You know the the Euro guy. No, it's not. It's not. Like it's, let's not act like they won't be super motivated after you beat them up there. That's and true. they're looking at you as their opportunity to do something. Yeah, they, no, you're. You know, they, all they can sell now is hope, hope, hope. Well, you beat Memphis on the road. Yeah, you, there's an you, opportunity you for them exist to move as a up. Quad one. That's all they're looking like, at that since as. Cincinnati radio is talking about this. Like Memphis is a quad 100%, one. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. So I mean, let's not act like they're not going to be clearly motivated, especially after what you did to them there. Well, yeah. I mean, look, you can't. Nolly afford... got an early foul trouble in that game too after starting out and hitting that first three, and that helped you certainly in that game. Yeah, you but can't afford to, uh, to lose that game. I mean, you just can't. You more concerned about Wichita State than you are Cincinnati at home? Just because it's at, at Wichita State, just on the road. Maybe, I, I get it. Memphis is, but, all, but Memphis is, is place, awesome on the road, at home. Is that place the tough I, – I haven't watched a Wichita State game there this year. Is that place as tough a place to win as it – Well, probably not now. Typically, right, as it typically is. Probably I mean, I can't now. imagine they got any uh, excitement in, ter- in terms of that, that season right this now. They're getting ready to move I mean, off of my man Isaac. East Carolina beat them there. Uh, on December 31st. So, I mean, again, that was two months ago, so a little bit of a different team. I'm just – I I trust Memphis more at, at home than I do on the road. If you That's were Ron Hunter uh, – Fundamentally. If you were Ron Hunter or Tulane, would you would you take Georgia Tech or Wichita State? Remember what Goodman was saying about Georgia Tech and no NIL? Yeah. I would probably take Wichita State. Which yeah. can pay anything if they love you. Yeah, and it's an easier league. 
And you can tell yourself, I've had success against Penny, which yeah. it's going to be in the future, him and, I yeah. guess, if you want to throw UAB in the mix. But. I mean, it'd be cool to live in Atlanta, basically. I mean, like, where he's, where yeah, he's, he's already been. been. Yeah. But, I mean, where am I going to have the most success? It's going to be Wichita, Wichita State. State. Yeah. Plus, I'm probably going to make a little bit more money there. I'm going to make a lot more money there, potentially. So, and I, and I feel like I can win the league. I'll never win the league at Georgia Tech. Not possible. But you'd also be probably never messed with either if you've wanted a decent enough clip. They'd probably give you at Georgia Tech the keys there. Yeah, the expectation is so much lower. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Right? Even in Wichita State, they're still based on where Greg had them. I mean, some, he, some expectations. I mean, there's some expectations. Just playing uh, devil's advocate there. Just better. I mean, I don't know what Wichita – I mean, Wichita State, since they joined the American, has not been very good. No, but you, you'd look at it now and say, okay, say for Memphis, yeah. there's an opportunity here for us to be right at the top of the league. Oh, that's exactly right. And even with Memphis, bro, like I, I don't think Ron Hunter is stud in Memphis. I mean, I think he's like just fine. Especially not after this year. They might say he's just fine. Ron Hunter would say he's just fine in the AAC. Yeah, why wouldn't he? We just fine in the AAC. Well, because you got some other losses, Ron. Let's not get too confident there. Yeah, you speaking for Ron? I mean, I don't, what, I don't think he's. I don't think Penny ten is, and three. Yeah, yeah, ten and three. No, you're probably right. I mean, you, you, you're going to he say Houston, Tulane to Wichita State. You're going to be able to recruit better. You know, you're going to be able to get better players in theory. And he's already getting good players at Tulane. So I would, yeah, if I'm him, I would definitely go to Wichita State and feel like maybe it's not true. Maybe it's like Penny and Memphis start to take over. But no, I think I think that's the answer. I think Wichita State better better job at this point for a Ron Hunter. Yeah, it is time. It is time for Memphis to win the conference, man. I mean, obviously it's not going to happen. this I'd rather year, benefit too from Ron Hunter staying in the AAC. Right, he's turned Tulane from a loser into a winner. That's they right. had it's been years since they have just had a winning record. That's he's right. had to build that up. That's right. So I'd rather have him in the AAC, obviously, where he could help Memphis being good at Wichita State than I would him leaving and going to the, and you know, an ACC where he's never going to win anything. Yep, yep. Anyway, uh, that's the update for Memphis basketball. Uh, we'll be doing this pretty much daily now as we round out uh, the regular season. We'll come back. Mark Giannis is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about this and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. Yeah, basketball season's heating up, and the best place to get in on the action is with FanDuel. You know, they're America's number one sports book, or you should know by now because right now FanDuel's hooking customers up with $100 in bonus bets when you refer a friend. Just share your exclusive referral link with friends. It's located right in the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Once your friends place their first bet of $10 or more, you'll both score $100 in bonus bets. Team effort. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to totals. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy, and fun to use. So don't miss your chance to get $100 in bonus bets when you refer a friend. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Referred players must place and settle a $10 wager within 30 days after signing up. Limit five referrals per 30 days. Bonus bets are non-withdrawable and expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books at QL. There's a top 25 matchup in the Big East tonight as UConn faces Providence. Both teams come into this contest as two of the better defensive teams in the Big East. UConn fourth overall while the Friars come in just a little better at third. The last meeting between these two teams ended with a Providence win and a total of 134. With two solid defensive teams, the BetQL model is once again expecting a lower scoring game, so the five-star best bet is to grab the under This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Sports columnist over at CommercialAppeal.com, co-host of Gennaro and Jeffrey here on 92.9 FM ESPN, comes to us from the Washington Post. He joins us now. <laughs> Mark, what's up, man? I've, I've almost been at the Commercial Appeal as long as I was at the Washington Post. This you moved to Memphis in 16? 20, January 1st, 2017. I okay. drove here from D.C. Gotcha. New Year's Day. Gotcha. Well, it turned out uh, turned out pretty well for you, man. Yeah, I've loved it. Yeah, and you've uh, you've I, made I, a name here. Put roots no, down. It's been great for me and my family. We've we've really loved Memphis. But 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 Lindsay is the one who gets the job done in the end. I mean, she's the one who she's got the successful practice here. You know, you, you got some cool jobs, Mark. But it's in the end, she's the put she put the roots down, right? I mean, ultimately, you know, the reason we're still here is uh, you know. I would say it was. Uh, it's because she got ultimately got really comfortable here too. I, I need my wife to open up a practice. You know what I mean? I mean, like, here's I really what I'll say: De- being a dentist is like she had a lot of debt from dental school. But it's like you make you make a, once you do it right. Then right. You, then <laughs> right. like once you get into it, it's very it's like lucrative. A, it's like a doctor, right? I mean, it's like you get yeah. you all that medical. But like school she debt. had a lot of debt there for a while. Not After anymore. Dental huh? school. Yeah, she's paid it all off. Luckily, now it's just a surplus. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> I heard you say you don't even check the bank statements anymore. Not really. No. Nah. I mean, it's not that like we have a ton of money, Must but like nice. I'm, I'm not like it's not even that. Like we're we're not like super wealthy. It's just like I'm not someone who has ever been motivated by money because like, you come from money. Um, that's probably part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's probably part of it. Um, I think people who who don't come from it are motivated by it for yeah. the most part, and people that do are less because mm-hmm. when you have it, you know, you just always think you're going to have it, yeah. you know, and then it comes and goes, whatever. And then the people who have never had it just assume it never comes. What I like <laughs> about you, Mark, is you made your own. You carved it. You made your own path, right, to money, yeah. both with your own career and with the catch. This is actually yeah. Lindsay. This is this is actually not a a, a segment about Memphis Tiger basketball. <laughs> segment about actually, you. This is yeah, this yeah. is your this life. This is your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. I don't think I don't think Mark's enjoying it. I don't think he's enjoying like the uh, couch therapy session. He's yet. not like you where he just loves talking oh, I, about himself. I'll get on the couch, bro. I'll, yeah. get, I'll sprawl on out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, do you have a therapist? I tried the uh, I tried the virtual thing. Okay. I did a few of those, and it's just not – it doesn't hit the same way. Yeah. You know, and ultimately – For you. Like, for, well, for exactly, for me. I, I, I wouldn't say that applies to everybody. But the issue with me, for, and maybe it was just this particular method, was <clears throat> it was like I had to – I was having to volunteer all my problems. And she didn't and, – and this particular therapist didn't really have a – not only any of them have a solution, mm-hmm. they just listen. Like, well, you know, well, I mean, I, 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 I can vent to anybody, you know. Can you help me work through these problems or no? And the answer is like no. You're gonna have to do it on your own. Like, well, <laughs> what's the point? You know, for me at least. I don't say that for everybody, but you know, invent. And but then, I can, yeah. I can and then anybody. Maybe you stay, you stay with it, and they give you some yeah. solutions. Well, it's like it's all you know, whatever. It, I, I tried it; it didn't work for me. Um, and and so life goes on. Um, anyway, uh, we'll continue this. We'll we'll continue the yeah. second portion of this is your life in yeah. like June or July. Okay, when we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, there you go. All right, so stay tuned for that. Um, Memphis basketball. How are we feeling? Is Penny the guy for the job? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> I thought that was so like disingenuous. Like you guys know Goodman, and I think he knows the dynamics at Memphis as well. 
And so I was, it just felt very, uh, I don't know if clickbait is the right word because it was a video, but it just felt very, it felt like, it felt like just kind of digging for something. Oh, make no mistake. You get, you get, you can monetize YouTube. Yeah. So it's the same concept. Yeah. You know, you get, you get uh, X amount of views on YouTube. You get kickback from the ads, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I said on our show, I, I think personally, this has been the best coaching job Penny's done in his five years thus far. Like, I think in terms of rotations, in terms of, like, in-game strategy, in terms of, like, just the, like, there hasn't been, it hasn't been volatile or, like, mm -hmm. you, you don't, you're not hearing these behind-the-scenes stories where things are chaotic. Like, I, I think it's, act, I think there's a pretty good argument to be made, and obviously they got to finish it off here the last three, four games of the season, but I think there's an argument to be made that this is the best coaching job he's done since taking over as head coach. And it goes to, you know, he talked about it before the season, how he's kind of grown as a coach. Like, it just feels like he knows exactly – he knows the lay of the land within college basketball more so than ever. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I, – to bring it up now right. felt just really strange. It was strange. Because but that yeah, has day, this been perfect? Well, like, Penny's admitted it. He hasn't accomplished everything he thought he would accomplish by year five. But that you can say that, but that also doesn't mean he should be on the hot seat or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, if you go look up, John Calipari's well, first five it, years. said it yesterday. Looks like almost it's, it's, like, identical. And so, um, and like really, if you look at the history of Memphis, like typically Memphis gives their coaches time. Like Tubby is the exception. I mean, if you go to Larry Finch, you go to Dana Kirk, I mean, all those guys got a bunch of time to to get it right, if you will. And now, you know, all you know, Dana, whether it's Dana Kirk or Bartow or even Larry Finch, like they went on runs to the Sweet 16 or better. Um, and that's to me, Penny's next step, if you will, like he's got to, you know, be a team that wins the conference and a team that gets a good seed in the tournament and a team that, you know, makes a run to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, something like that. And, you know, I'm not sure if this team is that team. You know, if things break right, it could be. Yeah. Certainly not going to win the conference this year. But right. if things break right, I, you know, I, I, I don't put it past with players like Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams, if they're healthy, that like couldn't win two games in the NCAA tournament and make it to the Sweet 16 this year. But that's kind of the next step. Having like a truly elite team, he doesn't have. He hasn't had that yet. But all in all, especially this year, I, I just think he's done. A I think he's done a nice job. Can they lose outside of the Houston game if you don't get that Houston win? Can you do that and still get in that large? I, I realize you're on pins and needles. Can they get in? I think there there could be a chance, like if you lose the Wichita State game, and that's a quad two game. Because the way I look at their resume, so since he's quad three now, that's what is it? Because since you fall below seventy five, the one okay. here, right? So to your point, yeah. But ultimately, the the thing that I think makes Memphis's resume nice right now is in quad one, quad two games, they're above five hundred, mm -hmm. and they only have one quad three loss. And like if you look at all the other bubble teams, by and large, like it's that's much cleaner than what they have. than what they have. Mm -hmm. So I do think if like you lost to Wichita State tomorrow night, in reality, it'd feel like a bad loss because Wichita State's not that good. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at a sheet of paper, it's only a quad two loss. Right. And you know, you'd still be above I think if you won a game in the AAC tournament, you'd end up being above 500 in quad one, quad two games. So I think there's a chance. I do think you would be sweating bullets on Selection Sunday, right. ultimately. Um, but, like, I think you could get in still. But I don't think you want to chance it like that. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think you want to win these course, next three. You win these next three, I think you're in. I, I really do. So much of that feels like, to me, it still depends on Kendrick Davis's health and yeah. how effective he can be, what percentage mm -hmm. he'll be. Yeah. My, what my, do we think? I think he's going to play tomorrow. 
I mean, I, I think he has to play tomorrow. Yeah, I think he's he warmed gonna... up before Houston. Yeah, you think, like, I, now saw. if you watch the videos carefully of that Houston warm up, he was not really landing on his right foot okay. heavily. Sure, but I think he's, he's I, out there. He's able to go through. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna play tomorrow. Um, now, how effective he's gonna be, I'm not sure. Right. Um, now, Wichita State, and particularly Wichita State under Isaac Brown, Memphis has feasted on. Mm-hmm. But I believe. I was reading this in the Taylor Eldridge, the uh, Wichita State beat writer. He had like a story out today. Like I-, I didn't realize this. Penny has beaten Wichita State seven out of the eight times he's played them, and the average margin of victory since Isaac Brown became head coach is eighteen and a half points. Oof. Like he's owned he's owned Wichita State um, because Wichita State doesn't have like athletes, and they they get really sped up. And you know you saw it in the get- first game here. Even though it was close down the stretch, when when Memphis applied that press, Wichita State got all out of sorts. Um, but they've been playing better. John lately. says they're playing better. He yeah. says watch out. And I'll be interested to see what the crowd is like. Like the crowds have not been great there this season. Um, yeah, I said that. It can't be. It can't, you know, can't imagine. It's gonna I be believe a- tomorrow night is a blackout game for them. Um, It'll be black it, empty seats. Yeah. No, are, are the seats black? That might, that might help. You know, put a shirt over that thing. And it, but you they know. are apparently, I didn't even realize this, they are only a game out. Like, they could get a, they could get one of those. They're still playing for a bye in the first round of the tournament. Like, I didn't think they were still in contention for that, but in the AAC tournament. Yeah. They, could, yeah. they could get one of those top five seeds. Is there a clamor at all to get him out? Like, do the, you know what, I don't feel Oh, this, my sense is, is my it, is sense it, is he's Okay, he's well, gone. I know he's gone, but, he's like, gone, do bro. they care? You know, is there? Yeah, they care. Like, yeah, get, uh, you know. Well, the question they, is, do they have signs at games that say, get Isaac Brown out of here? Is it, because I, that was a once-proud program. Well, I think what happened is, is they made – that was a controversial decision to get rid of Greg Marshall. And while Greg Marshall was not loved by everyone, the results from what were. I un- well, f- the results were great. And then from what I understand, he had a lot of support from big money boosters. And those boosters were not happy about him getting pushed out the way he did. And I think they've kind of checked that's out. What I'm a about some bit. A little apathy has, has yeah, set in. I, I, I think that's part of it. Um, and so. You know, and, and frankly, moving forward, when Houston, Cincinnati, uh, Houston, Cincinnati in particular leave after this season, I mean, I think, you know, you've got to hope Wichita can make a good hire. Um, yeah, as I was just talking about Ron Hunter, which yeah. I figure Georgia Tech will be looking at if they move on from Josh just because of his Atlanta ties. But yeah. I was asking him if you, if you were picking between those two, if you were Ron, knowing that you've had some success against Penny, mm-hmm. right, and you're in a country. You're never going to win, to John's point, you're never going to win the ACC going to Georgia Tech. You'll always be at the bottom, although expectations much lower. A I mean, name we, I've heard there that's going to get – he was already the coach there previously is Mark Turgeon. Oh, for what? Redo? Yeah. We going to redo that? He was good there. Oh, my gosh. Get get somebody on the rise like like Ron. Yeah. He's turning too late around. Ron, but why would he want to go to which, like Wichita? Is like because of what they can pay him if he makes them yeah. happy. Yeah, $3 million. Yeah, Cokes will go above that, won't they? If they, if you, if you go on a tournament, well, they're not gonna pay Ron Hunter more. No, than not that. to start, but yeah. I'm saying that potential is there. Yeah. He can get to four. Yeah. That's important. You gotta stop. You gotta stop the whole Turgeon thing. I mean, I, I don't I, like Mark Turgeon. Like, I, he's a nice enough guy. I used to deal with him every once in a while right? in Maryland. But yeah. he's a nice enough guy. But no, I agree with you. He's kind of like a, you know. He was a good recruiter at Maryland with the under. Give me, give stuff. me the, uh, you know, give me the exciting, you know, new blood brother at Wichita State. That's what I'm. All I just about. don't know if it makes sense for they Ron Hunter. They might decide they don't want another brother because of Brown. On that. Well, that's that's racist. I just don't. Know, I just don't know, you know if that makes they sense. <laughs> They're gonna say, they oh, you see what happened the last time we hired a black coach. I'm just saying they might decide that, especially if, he, like he says, apathy's involved. They might decide, you know what, Turgeon yeah. yeah, won that, here. That's Let's the go back to that. How much? Because like when when Greg Marshall was the coach there. They had, you know, he was flying everywhere on a private jet, oh, like yeah. recruiting wise. He, was, and the he mayor. was getting paid like three and a half million a year. I have my dad, you know, Isaac Brown's not getting paid that right now. Oh, heck no. Um, and so I might, I'll be, I wonder how much they'll actually be willing to pay. And then, you know, a, a lot of that stuff at Wichita State is funded, was funded by the Koch brothers. And, <laughs> no doubt. Um, if they're checked out, aren't the Koch brothers, aren't, why isn't one of them dead now? Oh, really? Yeah. That don't well, mean the money's dead. Well, that, well, no, but but you're gonna. It, it does mean you're gonna have to stop referring to them in the plural form if that is indeed true. Coke brother. 
it's one. We're down to one. Yeah, and then it would be the, 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 you know, Coke Enterprises, like the family. If you're Wichita State, do you go after Chris Beard? That's, that's, that's probably where I would start. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's it's a it's someone. It, I, see, I, I wonder if like someone's we, hiring him, so it might as well be me. That's how I look at it. You think someone will hire him this oh, year? Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. He was cleared, it's man. Just what level? Jeffrey, Jeffrey keeps mentioning him with Ole Miss. Would Ole Miss hire Chris Beard? Uh, sure. Because Kermit's probably gone. What's Ole Miss got to lose? Mm-hmm. Ole Miss getting Frank Haith. We've already placed that job. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss. We don't have to be happy with that. Frank. I wouldn't take Ole Miss if I'm Chris Beard, though. Really? That, that, that's a, that, no, that job's a black hole. Basketball? No thanks. You'd rather be at Wichita State uh, than Ole Miss? Uh, by Which? 15 football fields. Really? Yes. This guy what, took Texas Tech to the national sure. championship he did. game. He did. But, again, that, is he ever going to win the SEC at Ole Miss? The answer is absolutely not. He can't. He can't. He can win the AAC. I, he might win the SEC at Ole Miss with how hard he'll have his guys playing. I mean, I, I don't see it. Who, man. Who's the dominant team in the SEC that just I mean, owns it and can't be? Well, is, is he gonna is he gonna beat Alabama for dudes? Is he gonna be? Is he for gonna, dudes uh, is one thing, but Chris right. Beard doesn't always have to have he's the a, dudes. He's, he's a really he's a really good coach, but Ole Miss doesn't win SEC championships in basketball. They just don't do that's it. Been the Texas history. Tech didn't win Big Twelve championships in basketball. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I guess that's it. That he's is a good coach. That's, that's it's, what th- those are comparable situations, right? But if I have them both on the table, if I have. If I have Ole Miss or Wichita State, it's not even close for me. It's not even close. I mean, Wichita State is a is a it's a more storied program. They've been to uh, Final Fours, Elite Eights. They pay. They the fans care. They don't care about basketball at Ole Miss. They and they never will. It's never going to change. No matter who's there, no matter what they do, and it, he'll only be there long enough before somebody else hires him. That part's true. That's too. not a reason yeah, not to that'd hire. Be, that'd be the same thing for Wichita State, though, likely. Yeah. Maybe in I terms mean, of getting pulled away. Possibly, but I, I could see where you know, like Ole Miss, you take the first flight out. Like Wichita State, I, I think could, I'm with you. I could see I you I'm being a little you. bit more judicious about that I next just, job. I just don't think the SEC is so locked down by one team that you just don't have a chance. If well, you're remember, a coach like Chris Texas, Beard, Texas is coming over, right? Texas is coming over to the SEC. You know, Oklahoma mm-hmm. is not really a threat, but they are yeah. coming over to the SEC. So you are adding more programs. You know, is what what's Kentucky going to do? Alabama is rolling. You know, uh, guns uh-huh. blazing with, at, at Alabama. <laughs> I was about to say rolling. Doesn't matter yeah. what. Yeah, they'll just roll right over. Uh, I don't know, no Florida. We don't know, right? We don't know what the uh, we don't know what the new coach there is going to do. It doesn't look great early on, but. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean Musselman's got Arkansas. Right, he ain't gonna beat going. out. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just feel like there's too many. Um, I mean, it's not as good as it has been, right? No, it's, it's not man, nearly it's as good not. as the Big Twelve. No, it's not. But it's not, I mean, SEC's pretty solid. Though. Ole I mean, Miss is a bottom feeder basketball program. A, we're not talking Kansas and Baylor's in there though. That you just no, you're right, but it's still the worst. It's still the bottom of the barrel. You know, I mean, yeah. Mississippi State's better than they are. I mean, you can go through the list. I mean, they're the they're probably the worst team in the SEC. You know, you could change that overnight if you get the right guys in there. But it's, even Vanderbilt's better than them. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like I would just not. If again, if I have a choice, if it's my only, you know, Power Five ish. Yeah. You know, of course, and I'll, just, I'll say like I'll, I'll trust in myself to you know win. Well, what other jobs are going to open this year? I haven't even I haven't really thought about. It. Well, like okay. Ole Miss, Georgia Tech, maybe. Oh, Georgia Wichita. Tech, State. Last night, one of Josh's players, uh, South Florida. South Florida, yeah. Out of there. Uh, well, last night, one of uh, Josh's players picked up four fouls in the first 12 minutes of the game. Bro. By the way, Rick Pitino is getting mentioned for the South Florida mm-hmm. job. So I mentioned it. Because apparently he wants – he, he, he has told people apparently that he wants to live in either New York or South Florida, and that's it. So people think, oh, St. John's might open, and they might hire him. So he's like a – And Georgetown he's like will probably open. Georgetown wow. will probably open. Um, yeah, Rick Pitino's going to be. I mean, I'd hire Rick Pitino at Ole Miss, but he won't. He don't. He doesn't want to live there. Yeah. You know. Um, if he came to South Florida, that'd be really good for yeah, the for the yeah, great for the yeah, AC. for sure. That guy, I mean, he he's shady, but like he, he wins. He's a good coach. Why wouldn't he take Wichita State? Rick Pitino. Yeah, because like, because the where to live. He just yeah, said. He just I know, said, but it, if they pay, if they pay three and a half million dollars. You won't live in Wichita State, Wichita, Kansas, for three and a half million dollars. Come on, Rick man. likes the fast life, as you know. Well, maybe that's the or problem. The Florida sun. That's I mean, the problem. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to hear it, so we'll turn it a little bit. 
Tigers football schedule. What do yeah. you think? What was your main takeaway? I, it's a, it, if you're looking to have a bounce back year, it's a really nice schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, six of your games are against first year head coaches. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, add them up. Three of your five true road games are against teams that won three games last year. You avoid the three. If you go by Bill Connolly's uh, SP Plus, the preseason rankings, mm-hmm. right now Memphis is fourth among AAC teams Tulane. with Tulane, SMU, and UTSA ahead of them. You don't face UTSA, right. and you get Tulane and SMU at home. So your you know your toughest games are at home. Is SMU supposed to be good next year? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah they they bring back a decent amount. They have, they're going to have a new quarterback, right, and they lose that wide receiver who's okay. going to be in that is going in. It's going to get picked pretty high in the NFL draft. But I I don't I don't know the specifics of their roster. Right. All I know is that well, nobody knows according the to what they really. re, what they've True. returned and brought in this. Mathematical formula has them as like the third best team in the league. I went through it and I, I, I SMU, UTSA, and Memphis were very close all together, and then Tulane is a little bit ahead of all of them. Yeah, like we can't know, you know, win or loss, whatever. We can. It's a, it's sort of a fruitless exercise in February. But I, I went through it and I and I think I settled that they'd, they'll be favored in eight games mm-hmm. and underdogs in four. Yeah, I mean we we said on our show, I don't know if eight and four will satisfy everyone. But like that feels like the bar or the the it is you know like it you is. gotta be you know I think most people a lot of people would say like you need to be like nine and three but like eight and four feels like the whatever that would be the break it's the new, even it, it's the new standard yeah I mean it's got to be yeah in this league it's got to be yeah I mean if it's anything less than that I mean look we were talking about this yesterday I mean. They're not going to fire Ryan Silverfield over seven and five. Mm. He could go seven and five for the next ten years, and I don't think he's going to get fired. Honest opinion, but good grief! I mean, how can you if you're going to bowl games every single year? Well, the, I think the big the big question will be, what does the attendance look like this year? Um, like last year was the lowest attendance since 2012, um, average attendance. And, like, you don't want to see it crater. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happened with Tubby. It was like it, the, the attendance cratered. Mm-hmm. And you you had, you had no choice but to make a move. I don't expect that's going to happen. Like, given the schedule, like, they should start 3-0. and You know? And then, yeah. you, you know, like, they should start 3-0. and They have Boise at home, Tulane at home. And that, I mean. that Boise game feels like the the coin flip game that will determine, you know, wh- you know exactly where the season's headed. Um and then yeah, that that whole stretch, Missouri. It's like Missouri, Boise, and then I think they get Tulane after a open week. Um, so, but I don't. I expect. I looked at the schedule and I go, okay, if like, you know, this is a nice schedule to have a bounce back year, and if it's not a bounce back year, you know, I think that speaks to the concerns I've had for a while now. But I expect. I expect they'll be eight and four, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's my. I don't know if it's going to be. I I have my doubts that it's going to be some grand slam type of season where they're back to being, you know, the best team in the league, especially because there's been so much change within the program uh, in terms of you're bringing in a lot of new pieces, especially on offense. Like basically, it feels like everything but Seth Hennigan is going to be different offensively this year, but. At the same time, I, I think the schedule's a night. You know, maybe it's not the greatest schedule for fans necessarily, but I think to me it's more important rather than like everyone. You know, I I get responses from people like how it they don't understand the realities of scheduling these days. But like complaining, well, why aren't we playing this? Why aren't we playing an SEC team at home? Why aren't we doing this? And it's like ultimately, I think if you're winning nine or ten games, it. it It'll take care of itself, mm-hmm. you know. Like people will go to the games to support right. a winner, right? Um, and that's what they need to get back to. It's a, it's a, it's a big year for the program. Even though I tend to agree with you, I don't think he'll be here for ten years. But I do think they'll let him run out the contract if he yeah. keeps winning seven and going seven and. Well, five. to me, it's like, you know, it's not a sexy conversation. It's not a fun conversation. But if you just take the entire picture of Memphis football, what it is, what it's been. What looks like the outlier and what looks like it, what it really is? I mean, that four-year stretch with the end of Fuente and Mike Norvell looks like the outlier. Mm-hmm. So you can't 
The outlier well, can't be you, the expectation to me. Like you can say it's the outlier, but it was like they made two good hires. I mean, ultimately, and that's what it takes. Well, the Fuente era, you know, it's again he. It took him three took to him, four yeah. years to build that. Yeah, but he also it was like I. I'll never forget when that Memphis job opened after uh, what's his name uh, Porter got fired. Mm-hmm. I was covering Virginia Tech, and Bud Foster, his name was getting brought up for the job the defensive coordinator of Virginia Tech, and I remember we asked him after practice about it because it had come up in published reports, and he, like, laughed, and he goes, that's a coach killer job. Mm-hmm. I ain't going there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, it was Whoa. just totally, you know, it was totally different. And so, like, it, like Fuente inherited just, a you know, an absolute train wreck, so it makes sense, you know, but that the, the difference is, like, you know, Silverfield inherited a, a Porsche, <laughs> you know, like, um, so, but I, I think, like I said, I think they're going to have, I mean, it's Seth's junior year. Um, they return a decent amount of guys defensively. And I thought they got better defensively as the year went along. Um, and it seems like the guys they got out of the portal offensively, mm-hmm. like, I like the fact that a lot of them are transfers up. Rather than transfer, like it's it's more guys who were like whatever, like in the Mac who did right. well in the Mac right. and are now coming to play at Memphis, as opposed to guys who weren't Wash playing out. in the SEC yeah. coming here. My sense is the transfers up tr- typically are having a higher rate of success than the transfers down. Like we've seen a a lot of sexy. School names, if you will, transfer into Memphis, but how many of them act- have actually contributed over mm-hmm. the last couple of years in terms of transfers? Um, and so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But you know, like, look, the reality is Seth Hennigan is on pace to break all the records Brady White broke, and if you have a record-setting quarterback and you go five hundred again, like you know, that's that's not good. Like, he's gotten the one – it feels like the one position that's the hardest to get right, they got right. They've gotten right. And the, if they can't win, especially in that player's junior year, mm-hmm. like, that, you know, that's not going to be a good sign. But, again, I, I think this, I think they will improve this year. I think it'll be a nice season for, for Memphis football. That's what I'm saying. We may, may never see Carter. Oh, I think you could see him. When? After this season. You just got to keep him engaged enough to come back and and uh, you know the quarterback. That's who. Yeah, Tevin Carter. Tevin. Yeah, I mean, I look. I mean, I, do you really expect Seth Hennigan to come back after this season? I don't. Um, you've done three years of service. I mean, it's just a question of. Uh, I mean, he has said he's going to be loyal to Ryan, mm-hmm. so and has been to this point. Yeah. Been so, true to his words so far. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I don't know. I I think you just have to. You, you know. think the NFL is not going to come clamoring, are they? No, probably not. But so I just, it'd, it'd be why not? Return? You know, it's just a, it's just for Tevin. Yeah, Seth Hennigan strikes me as a future Memphis Showboats quarterback.